welcome to the Start Up to Something podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Matt. This is our weekly update where we share the ups and downs of building and growing our bootstrapped online businesses. And sometimes we ramble on about tech. How was your week, Matt? Yeah, it was good, man. It was productive, but extremely tiring. <laughs> um, this week, uh, last week, I spent basically the entire week on my consulting client. Um, it was a lot of wrapping up. So they're, uh, they're going back two years uh, to claim this R&D tax grant. And I finished the, or I put together the 2019 part. Uh, and that was a lot of interviewing developers, a lot of putting all that kind of thing together. And I created kind of this core document that I'm sharing with the consultants. So that was a ton of writing, a ton of interviewing. It was a really exhausting week. I just really had the energy. So I, I put the gas on the floor and I finished 2019, which is awesome. So I'm halfway there. I rewarded myself with a nice bottle of uh, Talisker on Friday night. What is that? Uh, that's a whiskey. It's a scotch. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I've been getting into I've been getting into scotch since um, I don't know like late last year, and uh, for Christmas actually my wife bought me several like uh, she got me a bourbon and a scotch uh, and a uh, and like a bur uh, and a Japanese whiskey, and I've been kind of getting my bearings and reading a lot about it. So I treated myself to a bottle of Tal- Talisker Storm on Friday night to celebrate my 2019, and I didn't realize how. Man, like when Sunday night came, I was like, man, I can't, I can't believe I have to go back to work tomorrow. Like I'm still <laughs> dead. So I ended up, uh, I ended up taking Monday off. So okay. we're, we're recording today. Today's Monday. So this is like the big thing that I have to do today. I just can't motivate myself to, uh, to, to pick the, pick up the pen. So I'll resume again on Tuesday and try to get through. So yeah. that was really the, the big highlight of my week was just getting, it was a really nice milestone to reach the end of 2019. So now I'm dealing with the, <laughs> uh, I'm speaking with another set of consultants. I have to pass my work on to them, but I've done all my work inside of my clients or, or Gmail organization. So like trying to share documents is basically impossible because they've, they've set up restrictions so that you can't just have documents shared with you or share them externally. So you have to ask IT ops for approval to share cross organization, uh, Google docs and that sort of thing. So Jumping through a bunch of hoops. Really? Have, oh, yeah. I thought, I thought we had solved this in, <laughs> in, in like 2010. Well, that's the problem. They they don't want – like they wouldn't want an employee to get f- spearfished and be like, oh, it's Matt, your boss. You should send me the budget numbers or whatever or the what was the password for X and like can you put it in this document or whatever, right? Whatever kind of spearfishing attempt. Okay they can come up with and then vice versa as well. They just don't want to be, have the ability to have, you know, employees share documents with whatever. So if you want to share anything outside the org, you need to get like pretty high up approval. Like the, the CTO is approving the work I'm doing. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the big, so right now I'm just jumping through that hoop and then I can start working with those consultants, but it was like a big milestone to finish up 2019. So I was super pleased to get that done. Nice. So my goal last week was I wanted to run PPC. I did a bunch of reading, but I didn't actually implement the campaigns. So I'm really hoping to pick that up this week. Cool. So I'll, I'll, I'll be curious what you read and where can I read this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll share all the research documents that I have with, that I have with you. Um, 
I've over my like internet journey <laughs> over the past few years, I feel like I've cultivated a number of people that are putting out content around PPC. Like, um, there was uh, a lady Moitza Mars who works with um, Alex Hillman and Amy Hoy, and she ran a very profitable Facebook marketing consultancy. Um, I believe she's based in Poland. And uh, she has a ton of free content because she's trying to productize. So she's building an audience and puts out lots of content around um, Facebook ads and that sort of thing. So getting introduced to the ecosystem, understanding what you can and can't do. I mean, not that I'm doing anything controversial, but it's pretty useful to understand like what is an ad set and how do you put out an ad set such that you don't exhaust your users because there's an exhaustion factor if you show them the same ad over and over again. Part of me is thinking like maybe I'm going too deep and I just need to spend the money and just run run the ad campaign. Like stop studying. Like you probably know enough to right. do some damage. Like just do it. So, like like Mark did. <laughs> <laughs> like Mark did. Spend thirteen dollars for a click. Yeah, that's but how I you mean, learn. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, I just need to like throw a campaign out, but I've been doing a bunch of reading and like understanding more about how the bids work and, and that sort of thing. So, but yeah, I'm putting together everything I've done. I'm putting together into research documents. So I'll share everything I have with you. Maybe you'll find it useful. But. Yeah. I think there's a, there's a probably a good balance between the two extremes of like making lots of mistakes that cost you money and, and overthinking it and doing too much research. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I think the big thing that I've kind of landed on now is I need to decide on what a meaningful budget will be for all of this and understanding what my cost per click is going to be or what I'm willing to what I'm willing to spend. So I need to like – I haven't done any modeling basically around, you know, what is the maximum that I'm willing to spend? If I can right. acquire a customer and they bring in – say the lower bound is three, upper bound is ten – then at least give it at least gives me a range of what I could expect what acquiring a customer could mean then basing my yeah. click on that you're so early like you're going in blind right like you oh, have yeah. no idea what your conversion rate's going to be no idea and what your lifetime value mm -hmm. yeah that's not easy no so but that's okay like I'll spend some money and I'll see, but I just want to know that I'm spending a meaningful enough amount of money, and I guess that's part of what my reading is like you know. Because because it's just like I'm sure Facebook is exactly the same of just like oh yeah you should bid somewhere in here like <laughs> how about max bid and we go hard on this exactly don't f come on guy don't worry we'll take care of it for you yeah, it's cool <laughs> yeah I'm sure Monday.com is <laughs> flushed the system full of cash so max bid on anybody who owns and operates a company is just like oh man it's like fifty bucks. Oh, I accidentally clicked on Matt's ad. Oops. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, when I had originally looked at Google Ads, like that's about what the average click was is 50 bucks for, wow. for the, what I was looking at. It was ridiculous. I was like, oh, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to. I'm going to do Twitter instead. Hmm. Wow. 50 bucks. Yeah. Like 50 bucks. Like, you know, then you put in it, the inverse of your conversion rate and. Like it comes up to very expensive. Yeah. I guess that's the power of intent-based marketing. Like, oh, I'm searching for this because I want to find a solution. So it's like, well, 
maybe it's actually worth it. But yeah, the conversion rate is the killer. Like if only yeah. you could say, oh yeah, sure, they clicked, they'll buy. But there's a huge difference between exactly. <laughs> You're there, oh yeah, fifty bucks. You know, I mean, right off the bat, like you know, I charge twenty nine bucks a month. So right off the bat, like I'm not profitable on the first month, even if of a conversion rate of a hundred percent. Yeah. Right. So so you can't just like accelerate growth that way, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if if you can get a click that's less than your monthly fee, then then you know it's like you're on fire like yeah, it's you're, just whatever it's you're printing, printing money, money. Yeah. <laughs> but then if it's less than your mvp your your lv your lifetime value then mm-hmm. then okay you can you can invest but you don't have the cash flow like you have to you have to invest knowing that I'll eventually get that money back mm-hmm. and some but not at first yeah so yeah, adventures with PPC. I didn't get to do any cold calling last week, but uh, I'm hoping to pick that up again this week. Yeah, just kind of running the basics as I finish up this consulting business. Yes. So this week you should you shouldn't have any consulting to do. Uh, no, I'm going to have more to do. But I last week I feel like I was on such a roll. I had a hard time carving out time to do PPC or anything else. I just I felt the momentum and I went with it. So this week I really it's. It's not be, it's not being fair to myself to not carve that time out. So I want to feel like you know momentum is great, but it's important that I do this too. <laughs> it's uh, right competing priorities. I don't know because I, I had yeah the clock is ticking. That's the problem, man. Clock is ticking. So yeah, I, I need to uh, I need to put my I need to put myself out there. It's getting crazy. Because isn't there like just one month left before? Americans have to file. Yeah, April fifteenth is the uh, is the typical deadline, and then I, a lot of people file extensions, especially when they're dealing with accountants. Accountants will just okay. like they'll they'll either because if it, it's free to file for an extension, and accountants are doing it constantly, so oh okay, it's, yeah, it's super common. Yeah, I guess yeah, no, because if you don't owe taxes, that you don't pay interest for being yeah. late, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and most. Most expats living in Canada are not paying taxes. Probably not. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I say that, but from the population of Americans that I know, none of them actually pay American taxes. Having living, having being in Canada, having being in Canada, <laughs> living in Canada. Um, yeah. <laughs> but that would be very interesting. That'd be a very interesting statistic to know how many I mean, Americans think- living abroad actually pay. Yeah, no, I think it's very. I, I agree. I think they have an agreement of most countries that if you're paying income tax in that country, you know, you know, you don't have to pay American income tax. Also, mm. yeah, it would be the. My guess is it's the outliers that are actually paying. Yeah, um, and they're doing everything they <laughs> they're doing everything they can to avoid paying that tax. So they're right. They're playing their own set of financial games. Yeah. Well, all that being said, like. The clock is ticking. <laughs> you have mm-hmm. to start reaching them now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's one of those things, man. I even as you're saying it, it's like I can feel, um, I feel just like a bit of shame, I suppose, just about not. It's like, I guess that's the problem with the position I've put myself in, and realizing that, like, okay, there's these two competing things, and one of them has a face behind it because I know my customers and I speak with them, and the other one is. This thing that doesn't really have any faces yet. So it's kind of like, all right, well, in terms of urgency, 
It's like, well, the, the project with the face is easier to feel bad about. It's easier to just work on that um, because it feels real. It feels more real. And whereas with this other product, it's like, well, you know, it's something I've built and I want to give it a fair shake. I just find myself torn between these two things. And it's like, yeah, even yeah. to hear you, because I mean, that's part of what this call is, is this accountability. And it's, and it's like, am I being accountable? I mean, I, I'm being emotionally accountable, but, <laughs> but not, but not in action. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, I, I, th- this was a, all I can say about this is that I'm doing my best with it, but it was stupid to put myself in this situation. I sh- I could have foreseen this and of realizing that there's a busy time and I didn't. And now I've dug this grave effectively and I have to deal with the problem that is in front of me of these competing interests <laughs> and letting, letting you down, letting myself down, letting my clients down. Like I think the reality it's even, even using that language, letting people down, it's like, you're not really letting people down, but are you getting a fair shake at this thing that you built that you have a lot of faith in? And something like a PPC, you know, it's funny. Like I, I want to look at it and say, it's this small test that I can just go out and do, but I do need to read and understand, you know, am I doing things quote unquote right and right enough that I can run a meaningful experiment? I don't, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be efficient. It just needs to be a meaningful test. And I'm finding myself like clearly I'm running away from it because it's easy to run to consulting work. Oh, I'll feel bad if I don't do it or I'll – someone will get mad at me if I don't do it where yeah. instead it's, oh, Mark is going to get mad at me if I don't <laughs> – <laughs> if I don't run an experiment, I show up again and say, I didn't do it again. Mad. <laughs> Good thing you moved to Halifax. Otherwise, I'd come over and – Yeah. <laughs> Put my fist in your teeth. But yeah, Make you click that button. Yeah, yeah. So this is the this is the problem that I find myself in. Of yeah, like even coming onto the call, like I, I felt a bit emotional coming onto it because I was thinking I'm gonna have to t- like I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't want to lie to you, you, and be like, oh, I totally did all this stuff, and it's, yeah, it's, I'm working real hard over here. <laughs> I I want to be. I need to be truthful with how I feel and also like realizing being able to reconcile these two things. And I don't know, maybe last week it was easy to give into that, easy to give into the momentum. And I realized that, you know, you, you had, you said something a few weeks ago that was like really profound to me. And it, it was, you know, the difference between last week and this week is what you choose to do differently. So if you don't do some, if you don't change something or do something different, how can you expect to have a different outcome? Right. And it's like, well, if my goal is to run PPC, I need to change. Or if I, my goal is to do anything, I'm using that as an example. But you know, if I get caught up in this other product, like of course nothing's going to change. I'm going to spend this whole week doing, uh, doing more consulting work and not getting to where I need to with with the product. And maybe that's the maybe that's just what I need to tell myself. Maybe it's just look like you're finding it really hard to do multiple things at the same time, and that's sad but maybe the thing to do is just finish the consulting work and if you miss the tax year this year well you made a mistake and it's time to just own up to it and and deal with it but that's also you know part of this is also taking the easy way out of well i'll just work on this one thing and i'll just leave this scary thing to the side the problem is because this scary thing is is always going to be scary it's always going to be scary like so even if you put it off to next year it's going to be scary next year also yep yep 
and and the next product you want to build this is the scary part like mm. like we are coders so like coding it and build and you know coming up with the idea building it that's the easy stuff and this oh, is the stuff yeah. we love doing and yeah. but the selling it and the doing the marketing that's that's really as important if not more important than Way the more. product itself yeah and that's the part that we struggle with and mm-hmm. we have to push each other to do it yeah yeah so can you spend a hundred dollars on adwords yeah <laughs> today <laughs> there's no re- yeah there's no reason why i can't i'm just thinking to myself what goes into that i mean i've like never already run- already your campaign is simple right you're targeting canadians yes so so already that that that's a lot of the decisions you have to make, like who you target, what language, and all that. That's simple. You're targeting English-speaking Canadians. Um, I don't know. And yeah, that will be searching for the word F-bars. Or, mm-hmm. Oh, no. Sorry. You were thinking more of Facebook, right? Uh, to target accountants? Yeah. I was thinking Facebook. Yeah. You know, so you already like – you know who you're targeting. Um, yeah, the copy is – is is hard but you know you only have to write what is it 200 characters <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> you don't have much space to write yeah. so you know like just how long to do a 100 experiment yeah no i i've learned enough i've learned enough that i can run the experiment yeah and even if it's if you make a big mistake and you end up spending 50 bucks per click and you only get two clicks you will have learned. Yeah, you'll learn. At least, and, and most of all, you will have overcome a fear. Like, you yeah. will have done it. <laughs> Which is way more important at this point. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Did you ever did you ever try to take a cold shower? Oh, God. Yeah. Like, you know, there's all these health benefits. They say, oh, yeah, cold showers are so good for you. But, oh, my God, all the excuses you came up with <laughs> to not do it. <laughs> You're like, you're, oh, you know what? I think I might have a cold coming on, so I shouldn't do it today. <laughs> and, and you don't do it. No, forget it. It's painful. It's it's discomfortable. It's you know, it's just horrible. Yeah. So in the end, like you have to just like count count down three, two, one, and you just turn on that cold shower and and yeah, after ten seconds, it's fine. You're you're like, okay, I'm not dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you sort of have to do the same thing with PPC. Mm. With anything. <laughs> yes, with anything. Yeah. With anything. It's, yeah, yeah, scary shit happens. Deal with the scariness. Just do and, it. And hey, like, I mean, I'm no better. Like, I've, I've, I still don't have a email drip campaign for people who sign up. Because, yeah, I did a bit the same thing. Like, paralysis by analysis. You know, like... How many emails do I put in my sequence? What do I write? What are the best approaches? Which ones work best? And then, you know, and then that's just like the planning. Then once I've finished the planning, I have to actually write copy, which is one of the things I hate the most. Yeah. So yeah, I haven't done it yet. I still haven't done it. So I have these signups that are signing up and I never email them and, and they never come back. Yeah. The loop that I'm I that I'm just thinking about is I'm being a bit too hard on myself 
I'm just having you having you say it just now made me realize that I didn't do this thing that I wanted to do, and I know I didn't do it because I was afraid, and I'm feeling some shame around it. It's like you shouldn't. If you did, you did you want to be successful? Thought you wanted to be successful. I thought you wanted right. to do this. I thought you were serious about this. And it's yeah, these yeah, thoughts yeah. are just like, well, you were you were scared, and it's okay to be scared. Being scared is a normal thing. Now you know that you are afraid. You've said it out loud. You've acknowledged the fear. Now you can take steps to circumvent the fear rather than <laughs> it's like step step one is to run the ads, but step point five is to deal with your fear so you can run the ads. Yeah. I feel better. I definitely was <laughs> not feeling great gonna ju- <laughs> getting ready to join this call and feel like, great, can't wait to tell Mark about all this my successes. A- <laughs> <laughs> this is a safe space. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not judging. I'm not, uh, how did you put it before? Like, that, you know, like that you're shaming, like you didn't let me down. Like, oh yeah, like, sure. You know, like this is that. And most of all, I've, I've lived this so many times. Like, mm. you know, I've been an indie hacker for 10 years. And if we went through the list of the products that I created and then never did anything with, like, because it came time to do some marketing and I posted it at two, three places and nothing happened. So then I said, Oh, well, I guess no one's interested. Right. And I threw in the towel and moved on to the next fun product that I could build. Yeah. I've done too many times to count. Yeah. Cause I, I absolutely admit that because I love, like, I love our calls. I love catching up with you. And what I'm finding is like you're to hear about the wins you're getting are so electric. Like I love hearing about it and I'm kind of like, God, I wish I could have a win, but it's like, (laughs) it's like, well, there's the, I, it's like, there's the given the goal and the gap between those things. And it's like, well, the gap is clicking go on the PPC campaign, but it's scary. So I'm like, it's, (laughs) it's so funny to like, I want to be right there alongside you and I'm falling. Like I I can feel myself falling behind and it's like, we're, we're very different people in different circumstances like i need to i need to turn the crank at my own speed but not be afraid to turn the crank so yeah i'm just i feel like i'm rambling but basically like thanks for not judging i <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> no it, it it it's good to and i and i'm really sincere i'm not judging at all i mean mm. i've lived this so many times like i know i know what you mean the, the fear and, and it's always easy to find another excuse and yeah always something else i could be doing instead yeah. And even today, like I, I still do it. I still don't have my email onboarding set up. And, uh, yeah, there's still things that I, that I haven't done yet. Hmm. I'm still avoiding the product hunt launch because <laughs> yeah. it's scary and totally. <clears throat> this will be my next product, helping people be less afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's really it for me. I mean, I'm taking, uh, I, w- I was taking today off. Um, I've just burned myself out last week. So I just wanted to, I found a, uh, <laughs> I, I found a, one of those regular expression cro- crossword puzzles. They pop up on Hacker News every now and then. I don't know if you've seen them before. Um, no, they're, they're like a, they're like a big, um, hexagonal kind of grid. 
and uh, it'll be like a bunch of different regular. Exp- it's like a Sudoku, but with regular expressions. So I picked that up on Saturday and was like, oh, I'm going to actually do this. So I like spent the weekend doing that and had to start over this morning and did it this morning. It's just like, oh, this is what I really wanted to spend my Monday morning doing. <laughs> but I finished it. So, yeah. But yeah, so that's that's kind of my update, my my little update for the week. How about you? What, what's exciting in Power Importer world? Yeah, so I've I was really serious about hiring a marketer. Mm-hmm. So I I found this great thread on on Twitter where basically someone said, you know, like I I'm I'm being people are contacting me because they need a marketer, but I'm really busy, so. You know, if you offer marketing services, like, you know, leave your, your deeds in the thread and then I'll be able to build like a list that I can defer people to when, when I'm, when I'm booked. Right. So I just went through the list and like, oh yeah, perfect. These people do branding, messaging, positioning. I just added them all to a list and I just contacted them, all of them. Sweet. (laughs) And like, let's schedule a call this week. And I, I basically scheduled them all into one day because okay. knowing myself, like I've, you know, if I spread it all over the week, I'm going to get no work done. So I put them all in one day. I mean, that was my first mistake. <laughs> Talking like back to back to a bunch of people that was like, yeah, okay. It was, it was a nice productivity hack, but oh my God, was it ever draining? Oh man. Yeah. So yeah. So I talked to lots of marketers. Okay. Uh, the first big surprise that I learned is that marketers are humans. They they don't have horns and or red skins with a go- black goatee. <laughs> that is such. That is so funny. Like, because as soon as you said, "Oh yeah, they're actually people," you're just like, "Wait, they're not like immortal, like just crazy people." Like, oh man, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. Not only are they humans, but they're nice. Like, yeah. No, I had great conversations with them and so many of them are, are super super generous with their time and their ideas like they start off the call and they just like throw out a bunch of ideas oh you could do this 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 and this and mm. it's it was it was really great amazing yeah and then the problem is the they, they send you a follow-up email and then you start seeing a quote of how much this is gonna cost right <laughs> and you go wow okay this is I'm not their target market, I think. Okay. This is a kind of, you know, this kind of branding, positioning, messaging job that Mm -hmm. they do is, it must be for big corporations. Right. Because, yeah, there's no way that I can justify spending this much for for this. Okay. At this point, like, I'm there, you know, like, if I take that money and I spend it on PPC instead, like, Mm -hmm. this will have a much better return on, on investment right now. <laughs> so yeah, so that was a little discouraging in the end. Mm. So so then I, I I decided I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to designers instead. Okay. Webflow designers. Mm. It was kind of a long shot. I was thinking if I can find a webflow designer that has lots of experience of doing automation and integrations with Zapier and, and the other tools. So has felt the pain of trying to sync Airtable to Webflow. 
then not only could they do the redesign of the site, but they could also contribute to the copy or the sure. the messaging because they've felt the pain. They know mm-hmm. they know that it's not easy to do it in Zapier and. So I thought that was like kind of a hack, you know, I'll oh, get a designer instead, do a redesign, but at the same time, do the, the copywriting also, and, or any ideas that they could have, like how to reach more web designers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that, that didn't pan out either though. Mm-hmm. Like they really just want to do design and. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, so. So the conclusion was, yeah, at this point in time, I mean, unless unless I meet another marketer that 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 is within my budget, or we can find some agreement, some I don't know. Yeah. Then, um, <clears throat> then I think I'm just gonna spend the money on PPC and maybe sponsor a newsletter or two. Okay. Like, because my goal was really to to spend this money for March. So I have set a budget that I want to spend for March. So far, I've, I've just spent, you know, nothing. <laughs> yeah, $13. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I also paid for some services that I usually wouldn't pay for. Like, right. So, but yeah, I still have a lot of money to spend. So mm. I think I'm just going to do a big push. Try try some Facebook ads also. Mm. Expand my Twitter campaign also right now. It's very targeted at... Right. At Americans and Canadians, mm-hmm. I, so now I'll I'll do Europe and uh, Australia and oh, New yeah. Zealand. Okay. Now it, it's interesting about the your talks with the marketers. So they kind of came out, and I guess they prepare for the call, and they say, "Oh, I took a look at your site, and I have some ideas." Or what? What kind of ideas did they bring to the table? Yeah, like like I mean, it depends on the person. Like some didn't bring any ideas. Okay. But they just listed off what they can do. Like, oh, you know, we can do some PPC campaigns for you that we can uh, do a redesign, do a product hunt launch. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, some of them, yeah, it was really just like here, you know, do some PPC to test new ideas. Okay. So to test your messaging, like, or someone offer uh, introduced me to a, a new service where they will find you some beta testers hmm. that are in your target market, and um, and basically they will make them fill out a questionnaire like you know how was the the copy you know do you know like when you uh-huh. looked at the page did you know right away what service they offered and mm-hmm. so you get some feedback from actual potential customers. Okay. Yeah. Or cold outreach was another one that they proposed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like they're all very good ideas, but there was nothing brand new. Like, mm. like I was hoping to find someone that was say that was like, oh yes, I I know this problem because I've lived it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's try this publicity stunt, or let's uh, you know let's target you know these customers this way. You know, right. Like have some strategy, basically, mm-hmm. is is what I was hoping for. Someone that brings strategy to the table, and then, and then if if I could actually outsource the execution also, so that I can concentrate more on on the product, yeah, improve the product and add new features. Mm, totally. Hmm. 
my head is so full of questions and like just like general general things about marketing because like one of the so uh, a friend of mine uh jim zardakis uh, who's really active in indie hackers in, in, in indie hackers he does ux primarily um he is a big fan of coaching so he's hired like a twitter coach and that kind of thing i wonder if there's like people who offer like marketing coaching or I don't know, like, it's interesting for you to say strategy, because I see what you mean about having somebody who understands like no code, for example, and understands this problem and has some experience that can say, oh, well, we tried this over here and this thing worked, or I understand this audience and I know how to reach them so we can do some marketing this way. Like that yeah. would be ideal. Exactly. That's what I was looking for. Because mm. all the marketers I reached were all the ones that I knew were using Webflow. Mm -hmm. And, but no, it turns out like a lot of them didn't have this problem. Like they didn't, they didn't actually do automations. They only did landing pages in Webflow. Right. So yeah, I mean, I, I could still reach out to more and talk to more people. But I mean, at this point, I feel like there's only two weeks left in the month. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to spend it on PPC and, yeah. uh, and I, and I do have one designer that, that wants to collaborate. Okay. So, I mean, I think we're going to do a, a redesign and, uh, and launch on product hunt. Nice. <clears throat> okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So what I've been doing for the rest of the week was trying to change the copy for the landing pages. Mm -hmm. And I suck at copywriting. <laughs> <laughs> So I signed up to one of these uh, AI services. Okay. Where, the, where there's an AI, it's basically GPT-3, mm -hmm. that will help you write copy. So I tried I tried two. I tried copy AI. Okay. And uh, headline. Okay. And yeah, they're, they're really cool. But I preferred headline because they have a few more models you can pick from. Okay. And you can change like... The voice, so you could say, "Oh, I want you to generate you know, confident or professional or friendly or or even childish." Like you can kind of change the tone of the text it's going to generate. Oh my god, that's amazing! Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's yeah, it's still not to the point where it it really replaces a copywriter. Sure, like, like it's still far from there. Mm. So you you give it some text, and then you know you say, "All right, now generate me a." A product pitch mm. or you know generate a, a problem solution claim like right. format oh my god that's so cool yeah yeah it's almost so, like a, it's like a prompt you can be like prompt me with with something that yeah, looks like exactly this. so what, what i mean it does come up with much better language than i can come up with okay like you know it'll come, so then i'll you know it'll generate a text and then i'll say well i don't like most of the text because sometimes it really it goes off the rails. Like, we'll, we'll start pitching you a different product, like, oh, man. <laughs> like yes, Figma is great because you can another Figma. What are you yeah. talking about? Like, <laughs> never, I never mentioned Figma. Like, <laughs> so yeah, it will go off the rails. And but but in there, I'll see that one sentence that they wrote. That wow, I love mm. I love those words. The way they describe that problem. Right. So so it's kind of. It's more like an inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, it's 
it's like a crutch. <laughs> but I mean, if it's getting you results, if it's getting you closer to results, that's yeah, exactly. So I went with Headlime, even though it's like sixty bucks a month. Like it's not, it's not cheap. But I, I said, hey, I'm I'm spending money now, so exactly. So have you generated copy that you're using live on the website, or is this more for planned redesign? Yeah, that's it. It's it's not live yet. Mm-hmm. What I'm doing is I'm trying to rewrite the copy for my landing pages, mm-hmm. and then I'll I'll. Uh, I'll work with the designer to see like what can we do with this. Like, okay, how can we make it into a nice landing page? Right. But um, yeah, even even with the AI helping, and it's still it's still so time consuming. It takes a long time. Yeah, and I'm still not done. I got easily spent an entire day working on it, and I was at the end of the day, I was just exhausted. Oh, and I still don't feel like I have a finished product. Yeah. So, like, what areas of copy are you looking at? Like, so actually, maybe I'll take a step back. Like, are you looking about create? Like, are the landing pages you're designing for the PP- upcoming PPC campaign, or is it also your your main site itself? Yeah, it's the main site. Okay. So, like. Right now, I have a generic landing page. If you go to just the naked domain and you just go to powerimporter.com, mm-hmm. you, f- you land on this generic landing page. It's sort of, ex- I try to explain like, you know, like what problem I'm solving, but it's generic because I have two different products right now. So I'm trying to like describe both generically. Right. So that's not easy. Uh, and then I have a landing page for each product. Okay. So those are easier. Like yeah. That's, that's easier to write because it's, you know, you're trying to sync Airtable to Webflow. You know, here are all the problems you're encountering. Well, here's the solution. Mm-hmm. And the other one, the, the CSV update is the same thing. Like, right. I know exactly what problem they're, they're stuck on and what they're trying to solve. So, but it's, that generic one is the hard one because well, I mean, actually, actually, I'm not sure if that's the one that I will launch on Product Hunt. Probably not. No. I'll probably prod because often I see that on Product Hunt, right? Where a company like does a launch of just one product. Yeah, it's not. It's not like a, it doesn't have to be a launch of a new business. It yeah. could be just a launch of a product mm. under that business. Yeah, a feature even. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably what we will launch. So yeah, no, that's, that makes it easier actually now that I think about it. Mm. And that's also what I'm sending traffic to right now from the Twitter ad. So that, I mean, yeah, I should probably have my own landing page for that campaign. Mm. But because it's so time consuming for me to create a new landing page, well, especially writing the copy for the landing page. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't have time. Let's just let's just throw people at this page and see what happens. Totally, yeah. And speaking of which, like so far, my conversion rate is like eighteen percent. Dear for, God, yeah, for the Twitter campaign, like wow, yeah, it's like it's not that bad. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I, I would agree. It's pretty good, <laughs> right? Wow, that's really good. So, like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because my next question was going to be, uh, you're sending sending them to a landing page. 
how much traffic do you need to run like a well, are, are you are you interested in running a test? I guess everything is a test. Every time you change something, it's technically a test. But like, yeah. are you thinking like, are, do you have the traffic to run like an A-B test, for example? Or are you just interested no. in, yeah, you're just interested in no. changing the text? And yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I don't have enough traffic to do A-B testing. I've, I've done it in the past with other products. Yeah. And that had more traffic. And even then I found that it's, there's too much randomness. Hmm. yeah because you want to move you want to really move the meter you don't just want like oh it's it's like barely a coin flip better in the other direction yeah. oh, okay well we'll go with it because it's, it's better right no it's like you're you know it's like you're you're trying to like optimize a, a car engine right like oh, i'm gonna try this air filter instead of this one, you know, and maybe I'll get 2% out of it. Yeah. It's like, no, I just, I just want to get from A to B at this point. <laughs> totally. As long as I can get there faster than walking, <laughs> it's, but it's a, it's a solution. Yeah, no, totally. Totally. That's man. That's a sick conversion rate on Twitter though. That's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty good. I'm, I'm still, not sure I understand exactly the whole Twitter thing. Like, because I, at first I was getting these constant inflow of, of impressions. So my ad was showing up so many times a day. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, then I, I had paid for that $13 click. Mm -hmm. And I said, Oh shit, I turned it off. <laughs> but then someone signed up and paid. And then when I chatted with them, I found out that it's actually. They saw the ad and that's how they, they've discovered me. Right. So then, oh, okay, it, it's working. So, so I went back, reactivated it, but this time I put a maximum bid sure. in the range that I was hoping. Mm -hmm. And, and then like a few days later, like I'm still getting the same amount of impressions at this new maximum bid. Mm -hmm. And then one day I had 30 X more impressions than any other day. Holy shit. Like this, you know, like 30 X. So like 3000 percent more impressions like no idea why and the next day was also a, a much bigger day and then after now it's back to like almost zero every day <laughs> like it's <laughs> so i don't know what happened like it, it, it doesn't make sense like i i reduced i reduced the maximum bid and then it, it stayed the same for a few days mm -hmm. then i get this huge day and now it's not appearing anymore, like at all. Man. Like I guess, tw like Twitter decided, all right, we we gave it all in one day. Yeah, and we didn't make enough money from you, so now we're not showing your ad anymore. I guess that's the problem with these black boxes. It's like, what the yeah. hell are they doing? Will we ever know? Like, no, exactly. I mean, am I giving them too much credit? Like, is this, <laughs> is this just randomness? Is, yeah, <laughs> knowing how bad they're. The, the ad manager interface was. <coughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it is just randomness. Yeah. Yeah, it could be a test on their side. Maybe there was like a big online no-code conference or something. <laughs> and right. people were using Twitter to communicate. I mean, who knows? Or th th these big these big campaigns ran out of money. Like mm -hmm. they ran... They, reached their monthly budget and then they all turn off and then all of a sudden mine just jumps up could be but then why why buy at zero now like yeah 
Well, I mean, you've typically had that day of week, day of the week effect. So like your weekends tend to have very low impressions, right? Yeah. No, I always get zero impressions on weekends. Okay. That, that for the ad, like, yeah. not for the website. Yeah. The actual website, the traffic is constant. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I don't understand it, but at, at, you know, at least, at least I, I got some results out of it. Yeah, totally. So I learned <laughs> <laughs> and now I'll, I'll just, I guess I'm going to have to do more research. That's why I, I need those notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll share everything I have with you, man. That is so interesting. Because now I want, yeah, I want to target more regions now because I mm. really, my, I started really small just to test the waters. Yeah. So now I want to try more regions, uh, probably different copy also. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you, are you running just a single ad? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, one tweet, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Just one tweet. Okay. They're loving your words. <laughs> well, I mean, I got a paying customer from it, and yeah, and they they said that you know when they saw it, they said this is exactly what I'm looking for. So, all right, it works. Let's run with it. Advertising works. Interesting. Yeah, I'm very interested to see what happens when you expand to other regions. Yeah, and I also want to try Facebook. I'm. I don't really want to do Google yet because, well, first of all, I, from last time I looked, it was like 50 bucks a click. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm already getting lots of organic traffic from yeah. Google. Yeah, your so SAO is, is cranked. So I do not want to mess with that and all of a sudden be bidding on the same keywords where I'm appearing on the page anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not unless you could run like a very cheap test or... I mean, because I guess it's an, you're making an assumption maybe that you're competing against yourself. But yeah, I mean, certainly for what you're ranking for, like it's pretty clear that you're ranking for like a couple of very clear terms. So as long as you weren't cannibalizing yourself, then maybe it's an interesting test. Man, 50 bucks is brutal. But yeah, I, mean, yeah, I guess there's no telling like what the actual price will be. I mean, there are other keywords where I'm not ranking. So I could, you know, just target those. Give it a rip. Yeah. Because then I know, I mean, I'm I'm not on the first page anyways, so hmm. I might as well pay and see if it brings in traffic. Yeah. Have you used any tools like uh, Ahrefs or Moz.com or anything like that? Nope. Okay. I wonder if that might, because I know that they, like Ahrefs does some insight related stuff. I think you can give them your site and they can give you an idea of what keywords you're ranking for and maybe things to a potential things to attack and how easy they are to attack. Maybe that might give you an idea of what to start running your ads against. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely, it definitely would also be good to know for what kind of content I can add to the site mm. to target those keywords. Yeah. But I'm using Google like search console, mm-hmm. which I mean, I don't know if that's a good way of doing it, but, I see which words I rank for. So, you know, for each keywords that brought in traffic, you see the average position that you were in. Mm -hmm. So, like, if I'm not in the top 10, then potentially I could run an ad for those. Right. Yeah, there's definitely things to try there, which is exciting. It just ends up being a question of, like, how much will you end up paying for a lead? And it does it, is it a good channel for conversion? 
Yeah. But that's it. I'm willing to make mistakes and just try it. Yeah. Now's the time. (laughs) Yeah. That was my plan. I'm going to spend money this month and sure, some of it's going to be end up wasted. Mm. So this uh, last week, I also decided to take a day off. Oh, good. Because, I mean, often I end up working through the weekends. And so I had my friend contacted me, said, hey, you know, it's going to be like plus nine degrees Wednesday and sunny. Do you want to go hiking? So, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, since I worked through the weekend anyways, like, that's well. When the weather's nice, may as well take those days off. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it was it was a nice hike, eleven kilometers. I think we did over five hundred meters of of cl- climbing. Okay, so it was great. Um, and, but then I checked my phone, <laughs> and I found out that Airtable was down. Oh. Like not, yeah. So like there, everything was down the, the whole site, their API, everything. Oh, shit. Was, so like I started panicking. Oh shit, man. Like, like, you know, is, is my, is my service down also? Like, you know, is my server crashing? And mm. so like, so all right, I, I check my phone, try, try to log into my server and no, turns out everything was fine. Like <laughs> no one contacted me to say, Hey, my my imports are crashing and all that because because anyways I the way I wrote the code like it gracefully handles cases where the Airtable API doesn't respond okay great or the web or the Webflow API doesn't respond so okay it always it it recuperates automatically okay cool so so okay beauty but you know it was like this is my punishment for taking a day yeah. off <laughs> like. <laughs> Airtable goes down. How do you? How did you find out that it was down? Do you have like an uptime checker or something, or you just got like an email from support? No, and um, I think it was uh, somebody that I that I that I follow on Twitter like mentioned it. Oh, okay. And because like a lot of the people I follow, I I put notifications on in Twitter, mm-hmm. so you get notified when they when they tweet, right? So yeah, I just saw like, is is their table down for anyone else? <laughs> I was like, oh shit! And then I see, yeah, sure enough, Airtable is, is down; it's not responding. And then oh, you look on Twitter, but a lot of other people are complaining yep. about it. <laughs> it's, oh shit! Is my is like my server down? Yeah. But no, everything was fine. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I feel like all the products I've ever worked on. I've I've kind of always gotten to be the engineer in the back. So if like if something was broken up front, like you know, there's tip like they're on guard for that. They're taking care of it, and I can kind of like you know take shelter in the back, just get things working again. It's like working on something that public facing, and it's like Matt's got to fix this right now. It's just very yeah. like oh, Matt definitely never had to had to worry about something like that. Yeah, eh? I mean, when they recommend. When people talk about like starting their own business as a solo entrepreneur, like a lot of people say, you know, you should really think about what kind of business is compatible with the life that you want. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's product market fit, there's problem solution fit, but there's also product founder fit. Totally. And, and yeah, having to be on call 24 seven is something that 
you have to consider. Yeah. Yeah. I thinking about like, I remember thinking that with, I had ideas for like so many interesting financial products and things. Cause I've worked in, in FinTech and just kind of in the payments and billing space. And it's like, could you imagine being on call 24 seven as one dude with like yeah. a bunch of users flowing payments through you? That would be a nightmare. <laughs> You go down and they cannot do business. They just can't. Right. Like, ugh. ugh. It's, yeah, no, it's, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> ugh. I don't know that I could. Yeah, that would be tough for my mental health. <laughs> be- yeah, but you only have to do it for as long as, you know, you only have to do it at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Once Once you have the revenue, you can hire someone to do the the nighttime shift. Yeah. And I think part of it too ends up being how much you charge as well. Like if that's a if that's a service, if you're running a service where people need you to be up in order to do business, then I mean, you got to charge them for that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which one of the marketers told me, I don't charge enough. <laughs> that's good to hear. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it, yeah, I mean, I already thought I charged too much. You're giving them a deal. Yeah. Well, you know, that's that's pricing, right? Mm-hmm. It's just you don't know. You don't know what to charge. You don't know. So, you just have to pick a price and then test it. Yep. So, because at first I was looking at, you know, like what's a comparable product in the web flow space? And there's JetBoost mm-hmm. that does a search engine for web flow. Mm-hmm. And he charges like nine bucks a month. And I was like... There's no way I'm charging nine bucks a month. Like, because, you know, I have to help people set up their workflows sometimes and, you know, answer emails. And at nine bucks a month, like, I'm just going to spend all my time doing support and I'll, I'll never have time to like add features or do marketing or spend money on PPC. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, if that's the only, if that's all I can charge, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> yeah. So then I said, so I looked around and then I said, well, but wait a second. If someone tries to do what I'm doing now in Zapier, how much would that cost? Mm. So then I did that math and it's it's like hundreds of dollars wow. a month. So I was like, okay. So, And then there are cheaper alternatives like Integromat is cheaper than Zapier. So a lot of people will use that for something intensive, like syncing your table to Webflow. Mm. But even them, like you would easily fall into their hundred dollar a month plan. Right. And even then you might you might bust the number of operations you're allowed to do. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, so the so so basically that's where I position myself. I said, all right, I'll I'll position myself between their their like twenty dollar a month and their hundred dollar a month plan. Mm. So because I also thought at one point, oh, I should price based on how many li- line, how many lines they have, mm-hmm. how many items they have in Webflow. Yeah. But then it gets so complicated. And yeah, at some point it's just simpler is better. Charge them for what <laughs> exactly. they're yeah. Charge them simply. So, like, so that's the other thing I did. I priced like in between the two different Webflow plans that they have. Mm-hmm. You either have two thousand line items or you have ten thousand. So like I priced in between there also. So okay. it's like 
it's comparable to what you pay for Webflow. Let's let's try that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and really, I've only maybe that's the bad sign is I've only had one person complain about the price. You should have more people complaining. Exactly, you should have more people. That's what you say. You should charge, or or they say you should increase your rates until too many people complain. Yeah. <laughs> So like right now you're you're figuring out how to get more people to the site. You want more leads. You want more signups. Where do you see tackling more experiments with pricing? Is that something you're gonna kind of? I don't know. Like, are you good with where your pricing is? Do you want to increase? I guess you always want to agree. So nice to always make more yeah. money. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Of of course, I would like to increase. You know, because then I could hire a marketer, like, mm. and I could grow a lot faster. Mm. Like when I'm priced now, it's like, yeah, it's 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 hard to justify like hiring a marketer. Yeah. But I haven't really entertained the idea of raising prices. Yeah, because it would be interesting to think about what the criteria needed to run a meaningful pricing test might be. Like, let's say you you start running your Twitter ads against Australia, New Zealand, other places. At what point can you start running a pricing test to say, oh, let's increase by 20% or 50%? And like, how can you, <laughs> what does a, what does a reasonable test look like? And how do you know if you can make it a permanent change? Yeah. There's a really good talk from Jason Cohen. Uh, he talked at one of the microconfs and it's on the microconf uh, Vimeo, I guess, or YouTube channel. Anyway, he talks about how he was working at a accelerator in Austin and he talks about people running pricing tests and they'd be like, oh yeah, we doubled, they doubled their price in one week and signups didn't change. And they're like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> we can do so much more. And uh, Cohen asks them like, so what are you going to do now? And they're like, oh, we're going to go out and build X and Y and we're going to do this. And he goes, no, you're going to double your prices again and you're going to see what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's, yep. a, it's such an interesting test to think like, what am I leaving on the table? How much do people really value this? No, exactly. No, it's 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 hard. Oh yeah, because I'm like I'm like targeting two different people. Like I'm I'm targeting web designers and founders. Mm -hmm. You know, like the, that are or mostly founders that are that are building a business, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm already I I'm a cheap founder, so I think oh you know Webflow is already expensive for hosting. Yeah. And, and then if you have many collaborators, collaborators in Airtable, that, that starts to add up also. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, like, you don't want to spend too much on Power Importer also. So I thought my pricing was good for them. But then, you know, then there's agencies that are, you know, charging, you know, $20,000 for a website. And it's like, yeah, I think, they're not going to complain about the $30 that I charge. <laughs> yeah. You know, but at the same time, an agency could, like I charge per Webflow site. So, you know, an agency could have multiple sites. Mm -hmm. So their revenue for the agency will be a lot higher. Yeah, and they're, they're, they want to do business. They want to go out and do design they want to do yeah. they need products that solve their problems so that they can get back to work yeah exactly 
Like I had one designer, uh, <clears throat> an agency that reached out and basically they had hired a no dev code to integrate Airtable to Webflow mm. with Zapier. And, and basically they flaked in the middle of it. Like they couldn't get it to work. Ooh. And so they were like on the hook, shit, we got to get this done now. Like <laughs> we have to deliver this to the client. Mm. And then they found Power Importer and they, you know, within minutes they were up and running and it's like, you just saved us thousands of dollars. Like, you know, can, can we pay you? <laughs> uh, you can. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I guess you can pay me $30. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at that point I realized, yeah, maybe I should charge more. Yeah, you got to get that business plan. But it's hard. How do you, you know, how do you price between a, a solo founder that's, you know, like is on a shoestring budget mm. and an agency that's going to be spending thousands anyways to do the integration. Like, yeah. I mean, I think if I asked a consultant, they would tell me to ditch the founders and <laughs> just concentrate on the agencies, right? Yeah. Well, I guess it depends on how easy they are to reach. I mean, that that's right. a problem I'm having is – how do you reach? Yeah, how do you reach right. these? Like, great! I want to target businesses. I want to go up market, but where are they? Can I can I get in front of them? Exactly. Yeah, that's. I don't know. That could be an interesting. That could be another interesting flavor of of a PPC test. Like, can I get in front of businesses who who do these things that or that are that would be willing to pay me? Are there conferences you can sponsor or like, I, I don't know, trade right. shows? Like, I, I'm not sure how these, how these people meet, but. Yeah. You want that just in between like selling to small business, but not enterprise. Right? You don't want to have to have a whole sales team and have these month long sales cycles to sell to enterprise, mm -hmm. but you want, you want them to be a business be making money exactly so they're not afraid to spend money yeah so circling back to zapier the zapier acquisition of makerpad yeah that's, that is that is big it's very exciting what do you think that's going to do to the space because i feel like you know I, I visit indie hackers and i see there's these no code um groups and everything like that and i feel like it's this hot it's hot industry already, and then to hear like, oh, actually, there's also this big acquisition. I don't know. Like, do you think there's going to be a ton of people flocking to the space now? I don't know. I mean, like, is this part of a movement that we're seeing where we're like media companies or big big companies are buying community, right? Like we saw it with Stripe buying indie hackers, mm -hmm. or HubSpot just bought the Hustle. Yep. Like if that's what it is, then I don't see how that's really gonna. In this case, I don't think it's gonna change anything, mm -hmm. right? Like Zapier. Everyone on MakerPad already know what Zapier was. Yeah. <laughs> so they didn't went. They didn't go and buy customers. Mm -hmm. And if anything, it's more like MakerPad has more to gain because there's probably a lot of Zapier users that. I had no idea people were building products like that with no code tools. Mm. They were just using it internally to like, oh, I want to be notified by email when th when this happens. Yeah, because part of me is wondering if Zapier did it because they want to start like a no code university and they want to like like take MakerPad, turn charge off, <laughs> make it completely free, 
remove any examples or replace all examples that used Integromat with Zapier and then <laughs> just open her up and like just create as much amazing content as possible and then just have Zapier be the home of no code. Right. Because MakerPad was making real money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's like, I'm part of the community in this. Um, 4,000 users, I think. Wow. So it's it's big, like for such a niche market, but it's not it's not that big. Mm. What do you get when you join MakerPad? Uh, I mostly just hang out in their their community. So it's a it's a circle. Mm-hmm. They're using circle for the community. Okay. So it's it's just you know like like any circle site. I don't know if you've ever been. I have in circle. It's like. A beefed up forum, okay. <laughs> like a better interface for a forum. Sure, it's basically a forum, but that's that can be threaded. Okay, is it uh, is it fairly active? Um, yeah, yeah, no, just yeah, there's like activity every day. Okay, you know, I'm I'm not actually active on it. And then all the videos that get made are they made by Ben and his team? I actually don't know anything about. Ben Tossel, but like, is it just him creating videos for how to do things or? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not even clear on that. Like, the, I know they, they accept submissions from com- community members. Okay. Uh, but I'm, I'm not even sure if, if some of the submissions are, are like financed by MakerPad. Like they will pay someone to submit something. Okay. I know there's definitely some that are sponsored. Like, sure. You know, like, uh, Zapier or someone or Circle, you know, or we'll show up and say, well, here's a whole series of tutorials. I mean, every single one of them, they're using Circle to like to build something. Ah, okay. But yeah, I mean, I sort of joined late on MakerPad and I never launched Power Importer on it yet. <laughs> right. Like, just basically because I didn't, didn't know what was the etiquette in that community. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, because you can sponsor stuff like does that mean that someone that doesn't sponsor can still post mm. yeah that's a good question yeah i mean i'm i just know i'm not aggressive enough with my marketing <laughs> like that is that is clear like there's this one other note code tool that i won't mention but they are in all the communities that i'm part of and they're constantly posting like non-stop right like, we just added this feature we just added this we just added that and and yeah, oh, we, we've talked about this before. Like, how, like, what's the, it's a fine line between spam and yeah. <laughs> like in this case, I I don't see any engagement from anyone. Like, nobody likes their posts or even comments. Mm. But they're obviously getting exposure from doing it. Yeah. So yeah. No, I was listening. Obviously. I was listening to an episode of the Indie Hackers podcast, and they were interviewing. I can't remember his name, but he's he's one of the co-founders of Veed, the online video editing platform. And he openly admitted, he was like, oh yeah, I'm banned from all the su- all these subreddits because I just like shamelessly <laughs> plugged myself. And I just think like, and he's just like, oh yeah, it's totally fine. We're just going to do it. And I'm just like, oh my God. I'm like, I Being banned from a subreddit is just like so soul-wrenching for me of just like, oh no, I broke the rules. Oh no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're such a you're such a nice little Canadian following the rules. Exactly. Oh, I'm so sorry. Please take me back. 
<laughs> I, yeah, I just look at these. I look at these people who who are just super aggressive, and I just think, oh, could I ever do that? I mean, I, like, I know I need to, or I know I wish I was less meek about it. I guess, but yeah, yeah, just to hear like, oh yeah, I was totally banned from all those places and whatever. You're like, oh, God. I could I never. Mean, yeah, I mean, that's. I feel that that what I need to do is just be more aggressive like that. Just post like here. I just made this new demo. Like, like, you know, the, the last demo I did, I didn't even post it everywhere. I just posted it in like two or three places. And then I said, hold up. That's enough, Mark. Like you're spamming the world. You know, it's like, I'm part of like 11 other communities. Like I should have posted it everywhere. It's not too late. But I need to, what I need to do is like find a way where I post it. And then, like, my computer prevents me from going to see if anyone is voting on it or commenting mm. or, like, because that's the part that just consumes my psyche all day long. It's like, how are people reacting to it? And, mm. But I need to just just post it and forget about it and go back to work. Totally. If someone comments, I'll get a notification, but otherwise... I don't care if you liked it or if you <laughs> if you downvoted it. Totally. Uh, yeah. No. I. Uh, same. Yep. You post something. Yep. Just please accept what I accept what I did. Like it, please. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, obviously, it, it works. Frequency works because you know, like I, in some of the communities, I've. I'll post a video and then like a week later, someone will ask a question like, you know, is there anything out there that will sync Airtable to like Webflow? And I'm like, dude, I posted it last week. Like, <laughs> you know, in my mind, it's like, I posted it. Everyone should know about it now mm-hmm. and let's move on. Like, but no, like, no, they just, they just logged in to Facebook and they did not search to see if anyone ever posted something about that subject and they didn't scroll past one week. So Mm -hmm. to them, it doesn't exist. You got to be consistent. Yeah. Post frequently. Obviously not the same thing every, every day. (laughs) Just enough of a variant (laughs) to keep things. Exactly. To keep it fresh. Yeah. So what's on for you for the week? What are you, how are you going to spend your time? Good question. <laughs> I want I want to get more PPC campaigns okay. started as soon as possible, mm-hmm. and then yeah, then I want to do the minimum that needs to be done that I feel comfortable doing a product hunt. Oh, okay, that's, that's basically that's that's my goal. My goal is to do a product hunt. So. Maybe do a whole redesign of the landing pages with this designer that I'm mm-hmm. that I'm talking with. Uh, but at the very least, no, I just add more copy, add testimonials, and I launch it as is. Okay. So, are you targeting a specific date for a product launch or for a product hot launch? I should say. No. Okay. Sometime, you know, it's coming. Not really sure when. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. You know. Yeah. I mean, obviously. At one point, I will have to set a time because I know that otherwise I'll just procrastinate. Sure, because I'm scared. But uh, for now, it's it's like no, I got I got to add some copy, some testimonials, mm-hmm. maybe a redesign, or at the very least, some 
some new graphics sure. to go with the new copy. But otherwise, I mean, that that's my, my one of my problems is that my customers are Webflow designers, <laughs> so they're very picky about aesthetics, right? And it seems like many of them do not like the design of my site. <laughs> How can I trust you if you don't have good design? Oh, t- I, I think that makes perfect exactly. sense. Exactly. It's like, I get it. Like, that's that's your world. Mm. You know, but at the same time, like, I'm solving a problem. Do you have this problem? Yeah. Like, who cares if my site is ugly? Yeah. But I liked, we, we talked about this before, like, the tagline of, I spent all my time working on the solution, so I have an ugly site. Yeah. It's like this should be proof of that the pudding is working because that's where I spend my time. Oh, yeah, it's really tempting sometimes to, to make the site even uglier. <laughs> <laughs> to use one of those CSSs that make it look like a Nintendo. Oh, do it. <laughs> Please do that. Super pixelated. And there, that's my site. It's ugly. Fucking deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have to put your foot down. Well, I like it. I think it looks great. <laughs> I asked my mom and she liked yeah, it. Yeah, my mom loves it. <laughs> therefore, that's hilarious. No, I see your point though. I mean, I get it. it you're That's what your customer is looking for. or That's what they see. They come to the site and they see the design. It makes sense. Though. Or that's what they – yeah, or that's what they, they say. That's what they're telling me. They don't like the design. Hmm. But, but when I'm looking at my conversion rates, like, you know, they're – for for some of the traffic, it is extremely good. Yeah, so, and for the majority of the traffic, like you know, just cold traffic that's coming to me from Twitter because they they clicked on the link in my bio, like it's still the reason. It's still the uh, the industry standard. So mm. so obviously, it's not that it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it might be ugly, but it's not. Losing me money. Yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. So when when someone says like I looked at your site and it's you, like <laughs> who who are these people? Are they people you're just chatting with on the side? Are they people that you're catching up with? Like oh hey why didn't you sign up? Or who are these people? No, they're usually people who did sign up and we've started like they had some questions. Okay, you know like we've started a conversation. Mm-hmm. And yeah, usually they'll say, you know, like, you know, you should really redesign the site, you know, <laughs> like, you know, it, it looks dated or whatever. And, I, and I've already done every design because, yeah, someone told me it looked dated and I was there. All right. I was trying to be too clever with the first design. This one, I'll try to keep it like simple, like all the other no code tools. Right. And no, you can never make a designer happy. No, turns out. <laughs> Well, if I were going to do it, this is how I would do it. <laughs> but yeah, exactly, right? Like if if you ask a junior programmer to code something, right? Mm-hmm. Will you ever be happy with the code they write? Oh. It's you're always going to go. Well, that's not how I would have done yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting that they that they outright say that. Or like, are you prompting them about the design? Or I, I, I no, no, they, they're even. just like, oh yeah. By the way, you, yeah, you sh- yeah, you should really, you know, like, is this even designed in Webflow? Like, <laughs> oh, I see, I see. You know, I mean, I'm at the same time, maybe they're just they're just trying to to nag me so that I will hire them to redesign it. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Because I I really do wonder. I wonder what they're trying to say. What are they trying to tell you? 
Like maybe yeah. they, maybe they really are. <laughs> they really, really are thinking that you need the help. But I wonder. I wonder what they're really trying to say. Like Alex Hillman says something like, um, "It's something like sales is building trust at scale." It's really interesting, or maybe it's community building a building a following is building trust at scale, something along those lines. And okay. I wonder if that's something that they. I wonder if that's a trust factor for them. They're like they look at it and they like somehow see it's not built in Webflow and therefore they have doubts or something and like this is their way of communicating that. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't think so. Like looking at my conversion rates, that that can't be it. Like, yeah, they're still buying. Like people are absolutely right. still buying. Exactly. Yeah. Like my conversion rate from organic traffic, I think is like seventy percent. Jesus Christ. Yeah, and from the forums, it's like eighteen percent. You know, so like one in five people that comes from the forum and ends up signing up. That's that is more than the industry standard of two percent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, speaking of uh, organic traffic, um, how are the are you getting much traffic from the Webflow um, University? Yeah, it's starting to go up a little. Okay. Like at the first week, I was underwhelmed by how little was coming from it, mm. but. Uh, I'm seeing more traffic from it, mm-hmm. but um, not not as much as I'm getting from the forum itself. Okay. Yeah. And not many people are signing up coming from the university. Okay. So it's more like they're curious mm-hmm. about it. Okay. I mean, in the forum, it's it's different because it's someone is expressing a problem they're trying to fix, mm-hmm. and I'm showing up with my, my headache medicine. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, the intent is way clearer when you're in the form yeah. of help, I have this problem. But as for the university, maybe they're just browsing the integrations and they say, oh, what's this one? Mm. And they come visit the site. Yeah. God, that conversion is so sick. I can't wait to see how your PPC goes. Yeah. Yeah, but Facebook, Facebook PPC I know nothing about. I got you. Yeah, because because it's not like isn't it more um, visual? Like you have to have more visuals for it, or maybe even a video. Or- yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the they definitely push you in that direction. They say the more striking, um, you know, the more attention grabbing your ad is, the better you, you know, the better they are. Um, so you know, you see, like, even if you, I don't know if you use Facebook. Um, but like scrolling through the mobile app and just looking to see what ads pop up. There's a lot of movement in video. Some people get around it by using GIFs um, or get around the autoplay with, uh, by using GIFs. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Like I, I, I've recently been – I recently uncovered that Facebook is actually – this experience is much better when you actually join groups about things that you care about. So, like, <laughs> I joined a few whiskey groups, like whiskey drinkers in Montreal and that kind of thing. Okay. And now there's a lot more whiskey in my feed, which is great because uh, I enjoy whiskey. But um, now I'm getting more interesting ads around whiskey uh, and, uh-huh. I, and I don't mind seeing them. So, like, the more you – because I guess up until now I only ever used Facebook to, like, catch catch up with my friends. And now it's like, oh, I've expressed interest about – whiskey and it's just like oh now i'm getting re- interest like oh what about this glass what about these whiskey stones what these about rocks this? Yeah. exactly and it's just like oh actually this is a far more pleasant experience like i don't need another tushy ad or whatever 
<laughs> like that that wasn't really contributing to my overall experience of Facebook. So it's like, oh, actually, getting things that align with what I care about is much is a much more pleasant experience. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, no, because I have an ad blocker, so I, I never see ads, mm. and I and honestly, I never check my feed. I haven't checked my Facebook feed in two years, mm. and so I don't I don't see ads. Yeah. But I but I think I remember, or at least seeing them over someone else's shoulder. <laughs> Like seeing that they're visual, yep. like they're either a video or a big image. Or- yeah. yeah, like um, especially the – there's a few where you can put up several images and they can – the users can okay. scroll through them, um, that sort of thing. So like coming up with a cute mechanic for syncing to Webflow by scrolling right or something like that. I don't know. Right. Could be interesting. And as well, actually, Facebook um, – that, 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 might, that might give you some some inspiration. Facebook publishes all of the ads that are run on their platform. They have a search engine. Um, huh. For transparency, they have a search engine of everything. So you can go in and search Shopify, for example, and you can see all the ads that Shopify runs, including all okay. the A-B tests that they do. So it'll be like a pair of sneakers and there'll be one set of text and another set of text and another set of text. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. No, that's perfect. That's what I need. Yeah. I was going to go scroll through a feed. <laughs> Look, but no, yeah. this is way better. Yeah. So you can go in there and get an idea of, you could check what your competitors are running. You can check, um, yeah, like anything, anything and everything. Uh, you just kind of have oh, to prompt the search. That's perfect. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's how I do most of my learning is by example. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so hopefully so you can. Just show me what they're doing. and Yeah. So hopefully you can find something interesting in there that might be uh, okay. useful. No, that's good. And otherwise, yeah, I'm, I'm considering like a, a newsletter or a, or like sponsoring a community or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look into that. Sure. Yeah, because I know sponsoring newsletters has been a thing in the last while. I, I'm definitely on a few that have been sponsored. And I, right. I do wonder what their conversion rate is like. Yeah, I mean, I've I've seen a few. Of course, you know they'll always oversell what what they do, but it's like, yeah, it's worth a try. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Cool. So that's it for me. I don't know. Do you have anything else? No, that's about it. Cool, man. All right, we'll pick it up next week. Yep. Nice. So go 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 click on that button. Click in the damn button. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. (laughs) All right, man. I'll catch you later. All right. See you next week. See you.